Whoa, we are back for the 29th episode of Home at Advantage. I'm Sam Heron, joined once again by Jude Swisher on this fine Friday morning as we are recording. Jude, how's it going? Sam, it is going so, so well. Um, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm excited to, to run through this podcast. Obviously, we know uh, it's been a year since our first official publication. Um, yeah, just about. So, yeah. I mean, it's 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 just been a wild ride. So I, I this podcast is pretty much going to serve as, you know, we're going to talk about the year. We're going to talk about our experiences. We're going to, you know, address some things that are probably going to come up here in the future. And, uh, you know, it, it's not going to be a, a very heavy podcast, just, you know, uh, more of a fan service than anything um, and, and doing our duty to, to thank people. But, um, you know, I would like to my, remind our listeners, I've been a whole year now, but, you know, if you're not already, follow the Instagram, follow the Twitter, send us emails. Um, our Instagram Twitter handle is at HMA Wrestling, um, and our email is hmatadvantage at gmail.com. Um, I think we're going to change it. I think we've been talking about changing it, but we have yet <laughs> to change it. Well, um, now we kind of have our own personal emails, like, um, for getting to us like the hmawrestling.com email so that's right so if you want to reach out to us i believe mine's like jude it's just h yeah it should HMA be just jude. Or something yeah um and you can send me emails it'll be awesome um and let's see some just quick housekeeping things like you know this is my first podcast back in probably a month um maybe yeah about a yeah. month um because yeah, i was I competing penn state penn state um iowa Maybe. Yeah, recap show we did with with Dyson and, and Jacob, um, but you know it's been about a month and I because I took off because I was competing at uh, the district regional state PIAA tournament um, and you know and I just if you to didn't already focus. know if you guys didn't already know Jude Swisher top four in the state <laughs> top four soon uh, to be top one next year that's oh, the yeah. plan oh yeah um. But, you know, so I was competing. I wanted to stay focused, so I haven't been around lately. Um, I know that we came out with some really great interviews with, you know, like Darian Cruz. Um, Mason Beckman ran that, and so that was awesome. Um, and, you know, it's it's there, we're in a, a season of our, our lives where there is, you know, things are slowing down. You know, it's coming into the summertime. Um, and so, you know, this is the perfect time to crank out content. So I'm not going to say any names, but I know we got some really big interviews um, coming up very, very soon. Um, we're going to have some more shows. We're going to look to get out, you know, hopefully, I think the goal is to get multiple publications out a week um, between articles and, and podcasts. You know, now that the season is slowing down, it's going to off-season training, I will have more time to to, uh, to produce content. So, um, and one last thing is uh, we still have shirts available. I don't know how many Sam has, but I definitely have some and you know if you want to buy a shirt please reach out to sam or i um or you can just dm our instagram or twitter and we can we can make it so we can get you a shirt um because we like we like we like our fans and we like you guys to be able to rep the merch and you know it's a very cool thing to see when uh when people are taking pictures of it and posting it on their social media so um, you know, just remember that we still have shirts available. Yeah, and if you have a shirt, um, please post it on social media wherever you are and, and let us know you're wearing it. Yeah, and, you know, it's, ju- it's just the coolest thing to see. It's it's awesome. You know, we, we talk about we've been here for a year already. Like, I would not have imagined just having shirts, you know, have it like producing merch for people to, to buy and wear and and support us. Oh man, it's, it's awesome stuff. Um, yeah. So, uh, we got some happy things to talk about. We got some sad things to talk about. Um, you know, I'd say we start with the sad stuff and we can end with the happy stuff. How about you, Sam? Yeah, that works. Okay. So, you know, I mean, this isn't really news because, you know, if you don't really know what's going on, you've been living under a rock, but you know, there's a pandemic going on uh, worldwide, people are being are pretty scared of uh, the COVID-19 coronavirus, um, and 
I've I've just heard a lot about it. I do not want to talk about it much on the podcast. Um, you know, it sucks, obviously. Um, but this is our our situation right now. You know, this is this is what we're put in, and uh, you know, we can't really change it. We, you know, individually, we can't really change this. What the the governments or whatever are deciding to do. So I, I, you know, I say we just suck it up and learn to make the best of it because, you know, that's what wrestlers do. We, we are, we're really great at adapting things and, and, and getting through tough situations. So with that out of the way, I mean, Sam, you know, the NCAAs unfortunately was canceled. It's a very, 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 so sad. <laughs> um, so, but Sam, do you think that there'll be a redshirt year for the, for the seniors? Man, uh, no, not definitely, definitely not for just the seniors. Um, but I, I do think there's a good chance, um, of it happening like the entire everybody gets a red shirt, or maybe just like the NCAA qualifiers get a red shirt. Um, but man, there's so many complications with that. Obviously, people mm-hmm. know what comes along with. Giving a senior an extra year after he'd already competed, and you got freshmen coming in that that are on scholarship, and then you have to put the senior back on scholarship when you're ready to uh, have him graduate. So there are a lot of complications there, like lineup problems. Um, so there's there's a lot of stuff there. Uh, there's going to be instances where <clears throat> getting a red shirt won't help you. It's like Reese Whitcraft qualified for the NCAAs. Whether he gets a redshirt or not, he's not starting next year. He's got Dayton Fix to beat, and that's not going to happen. And so there is a lot of complications, but I'm hoping for it. I think, like you said, wrestlers can deal with those kind of problems. Um, mm-hmm. If we can we can turn it into less of a money thing and more of a think about the student-athletes, um, then it's, it's a clear answer. And I think when you look at it that way, uh, you come to one conclusion, and that's how we need to start looking at it, I think. Right. And also, I, I also think that, you know, I mean, we know for certain that not all of the student-athletes are going to come back, right? Seth Gross said on FRL that he would not take a year if it if it came back, um, you know. And so there's going to be a certain percentage of, of seniors who are like, listen, I've already done six years of college. No more, right? There, there's a lot of people that who are going to be like, I want to get started making money because college is expensive, you know. I wanna, I wanna go out and, you know, get to get to grow in my product, right? Or, you and know, full time freestyle. And yeah. we were and talking asked, about this. Yeah. yeah. The other um, day, I asked you about like shoe deals and signing signing contracts with like the the companies that support wrestling. Um. What exactly does that entail for guys? Because technically, their season is over. Seth Gross doesn't want to return. So can Seth Gross go sign with the company? Or is this season considered not over because we haven't come to the date of the NCAA tournament? And and how do you draw the line between, like, because Seth Gross could change his mind. Like, he wants to come back next year. Mm-hmm. You never know, like, how that's going to work out. And so, like, when you start throwing that big of money ideas and and stuff into the equation, it's it's it draws for chaos. Right. It's well, it's not never going to be a simple answer. And you know, I think I think the the easiest thing to do would be like, sorry seniors, sorry everybody, this was the year, um, and just because the the end tournament didn't happen, you know, it's not enough to make us give you a whole nother year. Um, and so I think that would be the easiest thing to do because just Oh, it definitely people, be the easiest. Right. Giving people years is just going to cause a lot of complications. Um, but, you know, I'm, I see both ways. So un- until we know more, you know, this kind of conversation will be ongoing. Um, but a bigger thing will be, uh, you know, the Olympic team trials are postponed. Um, hopefully it will reschedule for the BJC. I know there's been talk about that. Um, and we can, we'll be on that. I know that. I was really bummed about it because that was the event that I was going to go this year because it's in my backyard. You know, the BJC is like 10 minutes that way. Um, and so I was very bummed about that one. I know you were bummed about NCAAs. I was, yeah, I, I'm heartbroken about both. I mean, 
for for myself even uh because those were trips that I was gonna make um and had planned in my schedule and then obviously like for the wrestlers that is just what they pour their lives into and uh and it doesn't it just doesn't amount to anything but there is um bad news with that uh USA Today posted something where um the Japanese Olympic Committee is calling for postponement for the Olympics. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. What a big bummer. Well, so not they're not like canceling it right out. Right. I don't know. It's just, dude, I I don't I do not think they're ever gonna cancel the Olympics. They'll, I don't. Think I so could. Either. You know what I could see is uh, I I heard this before. I'm not sure where it might have been FRL, but um, they they might postpone it for two years. And have it in 2022. You know what I could see them doing? I I could see they 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 postpone it, or um, what might happen is just a lot of countries just don't come, um, which both ways are just really 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 disappointing. Um, but you know, the Olympics are in July. You know, July to August. Yeah. It's it's not good to make decisions this far out, especially considering. This thing, which is a viral pandemic, um, you know, which we may be able to find a, a vaccination for, and you know, and then it'll well, life will get back to normal. I don't know about that. I think it's gonna take a lot longer than that to find a vaccination. Dude, just fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I just don't yeah. want them to postpone the dang Olympics. So I don't either. Enough Whatever sad it takes, talk. though. Whatever it takes, though. I've learned that I'll take postponing. Well over canceling. Yes, like yes. I was so sad when when they said no fans, um, but do you know how many times I would take no fans right now for yeah. the NCAs? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like if I could even watch if, it. even if I didn't get to go, um, right. even if it was like no media, no fans, just the, the wrestlers and coaches. It's just the then, greatest tournament in the world, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most fun. Yeah. Um, man. You know, and something else about uh, the whole postponing the Olympics is like Japan, um, I know that they are at a much higher level of crisis than we yes. are, yes. like a much higher level. Which is, I, that a, I, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because it could be considered a good thing because they've been through it enough. Like, they've, like they're further they've along. Their yeah, they've hit their peak and they're coming. Maybe, I don't think yeah. they've hit their pink. I think uh, their peak. <laughs> um, you know, there's millions and millions of people on that tiny little island. Um, and I don't think every one of them is infected yet. And I think that coronavirus will eventually be something that we are all, you know, subjugated to. I think we're all probably going to contract it someday. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's just, we're going to get rid of it or anything like that. Um, but may, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. But I do know Japan is at a much higher level of infectivity and, uh, you know, and, and things like that. So, uh, no more. No more Corona talk. Get it out of here. We're going to let's talk about some happy things, dude. Sam Herring, happy one-year anniversary, buddy. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's been a, it has been a wild ride. Uh, we first started up – our first ever publication was, you know, March – I think it was March 20th or March 21st where we did a, you know, a really small, like, six-minute episode. Yeah. Um, that was so horrible that we just deleted it. It's gone. You can't find it. Uh, it might be on my computer somewhere. Maybe I'll. Yeah, it is. It is. Hey, maybe I can. Uh, it's got to be in our anchor library too. Oh. Hey, maybe uh, maybe a special special we can release it just to show you how far we've come. Um, but you know, our first ever real episode, episode one, came out March 27th. Um, it was our NCAA recap. So it was the twenty. It was the nineteenth, our first ever record. Recording. So that was yesterday. So. Yeah. So really happy one year anniversary, um, because we're recording this on the twentieth. Yeah. Um, and March twenty seventh was our NCAA recap. Um, I think really all we did was because I was worried about, um, like time. You know, I was worried like, Sam, what if people don't want to listen to us because our episodes are. Long, long, long. Um, and I was like, Sam, we're not that good. We've got to keep the episodes like 20 minutes max. 
And you, I remember we're, we're going, we're going weight by weight, uh, recapping like the NCAA. Finals. We literally tried to recap the NCAA tournament in less than 20 minutes. Dude, and every, you, <laughs> I cut you, us off. I remember you, you cut, you cut us off at 197, and so no, Kasar got snubbed. I think it was no. I think we. I think we got through 197 because I made a. I made a. Uh, a blind oh, yeah. comment about Bo Nickel that I probably shouldn't have said because I was, was. I spoke it very objectively. I think I said like, oh, Bo Nickel clearly wasn't wasn't looking to score these points or anything. Oh, like I remember that. that. And yeah. I was like, I don't know why I made that take. It was a bad take. Because who knows what the heck Bo Nickel was thinking at that time? It's probably pretty emotional. Um. But, you know, I, I was like, hey, Sam, no more time. We can't talk about Anthony Kassar, you know, upsetting Gable Stevenson. <laughs> we can't we can't talk about one of the biggest upsets in college yeah. wrestling history. Uh, Good time. <laughs> but, you know, it, it goes to show how far we've come. And, you know, truthfully, I was scared to be behind a mic. I was scared to talk. Right. Hey, it's, hey it's do you remember? Do you remember that wasn't our actual like? <clears throat> We were, we had recorded two episodes before that. Oh, I do. I was gonna. T- was gonna it, was talk- the, it was the quarterfinals. <laughs> this is funny. We so talked about we, the round of sixteen of the. It was the round of sixteen. Yeah. So we were recapping the round of sixteen, and we jumped on the call. We we skyped each other immediately after the round, and then <laughs> it was like and then what, Friday, we were trying Friday, to publish it. We were trying to publish it, and we couldn't get it published before the quarterfinals. And so afterwards, <laughs> it, was like, it was like our predictions for the quarterfinals, and we were trying to publish it, and we couldn't couldn't get it edited in time to publish it for the quarterfinals. So the episode was, like, so long, and it was just the driest thing. It was so boring. We're like, I think this guy will win. And then you're like, yo, I see that. I, I think this guy will win. I was like, oh, I see that too. And then we moved down. One round in the in the freaking round of 16. It was just – it just goes to show, like, how unprofessional we are and how much we had to learn. And we're still very unprofessional. Like, we recognize that. We're kids. Yeah. Right? But that's part of the fun, figuring it out for ourselves and, you know, trying to produce a good product. Like, you know, the more the, the more experience we get, the better we're going to be. And that's, that's just the – that's just the fact of the matter. Um, You know – at the beginning of the podcast, we didn't really have a, a real vision for how we wanted to to grow and develop and who our who our target audience was. Because um, I think at the beginning, I was thinking, oh, since we're kids, we should try to pander mostly to kids. Um, but you know, as we developed, I think it was clear that no, we we do have a certain level of of professionalism that we can not only talk to kids, but we can also talk to adults too. And make our takes known among the wrestling world, um, and so you know we we changed our target audience, we changed our our goal, um, you know we changed our mission, I guess you could say, of what we wanted to accomplish. Um, but you know I don't I don't remember exactly when that happened, but you know as Sam and I got to know each other better, we got to talk it out and feel what we wanted our our mission for the podcast to be. Um, so let's see. And then Sam, you want to talk about our, our, our buddy, Tony Rotundo? Yeah. So I, th- I'm pretty sure this was, um, we, we had been going, I think we had one interview that was Dan Dennis. I think I'll check, uh, real quick. Um, so no, no, we did not have an interview yet, but we were planning. So I think I was on spring break. It was in April last year. Um, and we had an interview with Dan Dennis um, the next day, and Ooh. we got a DM from Tony Rotundo, and it was pretty um, short and concise. He was just asking for our emails um, and our parents' emails so that he could um, give us a little more context, and he said he was interested in sponsoring us. And so that, like, we sent our emails and our parents' emails, and then we were all suspensed, and I was... Um, I was on spring break and my family kept wanting to go to the beach or something and I was I was like freaking out up in the condo. I was like, waiting for the email. I was like on my phone just waiting and waiting. Oh my gosh. And Sam, what uh, was the first first thoughts that went through your mind when you I think he DM'd us through Twitter. What was the first yeah. thoughts um that when you saw this 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 guy Tony Rotundo? So 
I love Tony Rotundo's pictures. Like before I ever knew he listened to our podcast, I would I would get on his site and just start looking at his pictures. And he has the slideshow thing, and I would just click Olympics, and I would just watch the slideshow. And uh, and so first of all, it was like, oh my goodness, Tony Rotundo knows who I am. Oh my goodness, Tony Rotundo <laughs> listens to my podcast. And then it was like, wait a second, he really wants to sponsor us. And I didn't really know what sponsor meant at the time. Like, I was thinking, um, like, I knew what sponsor meant, but I didn't think it would be so connected. Um, yeah. And I was honestly kind of scared because I've, I've, I've heard sponsors can kind of limit you to, to what right. you want to do. And they kind of um, pick and choose what, what you do. And uh, But overall, I was just excited. And I was I was so happy. Um, but it's turned out way it, it, he's been so much more than just a sponsor. And, and it, what I thought he was at the beginning, um, it, it, it's completely different. Yeah, no, 100 percent. Our podcast would not be where it is today without Tony Rotundo. He's he's less of a sponsor and more of a mentor, you know, and, and more of a friend. Yeah, actually, you know, he's always there, like whenever we need him. He's there to talk about things. He's there to help us out with our direction for our podcast. He gives really great advice. Um, and, you know, and he's not afraid to tell us when we're doing something wrong. And, you know, what more could we really need, right? You know, we definitely don't – I feel like we don't deserve him because he has been so incredible to us. He was the one who really got us started on on things like, you know, going to events or, or reaching out to – for guys for interviews, you know, he's has a ton of connections because he travels and things like that. Um, you know, he's just a, an incredible person. And, and Tony, we really think you're awesome. If, if you can't tell, we wouldn't be anywhere near as good um, without you. So thank you, man. Um, and the, the first thing that I thought when he came into our, our DMs is I was like, I don't know who Tony Rotundo is. Because I had only been in the wrestling, like, Twitter community yeah like a month or more yeah um that's not true but i i was not very involved in the in the twitter community and so i didn't know who tony rotundo was um i i didn't re- ever look at the the pictures or anything like that never went to his website but you know it was well, a very exciting time i learned about him from flow because you know how like they have those pictures for mm-hmm. for the articles and in the bottom right corner they have the name of the photographer right. i never and it was literally that. like at one time it was literally like tony rotundo tony rotundo tony rotundo and like the site was full of tony rotundo pictures and i was like goodness who is this guy so i googled tony rotundo and found his website that's that's how i came across him i mean like for good reason too he's and he's the best photographer in the game Absolutely. You know, he's absolutely fantastic. There's pictures up behind you right now. Um, but he reached out to us, sent an incredibly nice email to our, us and our parents. Um, and, you know, we had to work some of the logistics out. But, you know, he, he became our sponsor. So on all of our shirts, um, it's going to say Home at Advantage, hashtag Sam Twitcher, and WrestlersOrWarriors.com. He is our sponsor, Tony Rotundo. We think you are the best. He's the best sponsor we could ask for, so. Thank you, Tony. You know what I didn't expect out of all this, though? Like, when we first started a podcast and, and what we started with, like, like, it's kind of turned into more of a pod, less of a podcast and more of like a full-on wrestling outlet. media yeah. outlet. Yeah. But I did not expect that pictures was going to be a big deal at all. Like, I never oh, thought yeah. about pictures. And so, and then Tony reached out to us, and now we have access to his pictures, and we don't have to worry about anything. And I feel like we're just completely spoiled with, like, we have no idea what it's like. Because oh we've gosh. tried to get other, like, we've had trouble getting pictures from other photographers before. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, like, <laughs> we're, we're starting to realize, like, pictures aren't just a thing that Tony Rotundo gives you. like Yeah, we kind of took it for granted a little bit. Like, yeah. our Instagram, it's all Tony Rotundo photos. And, like, that is so helpful when when – trying to spread like the word of a podcast or something yeah and you know like you're scrolling through instagram you see an incredible picture of david taylor you're gonna be like ah and then it says link in our bio new podcast with david taylor you're like he's my favorite wrestler i'm gonna go click on that now yeah Uh, so sure you know we really took it we still i think we still do take it for granted how absolutely those, those photos 
help our brand, promote our brand, um, and you know any business and anything that we can throw towards Tony, it is our pleasure. So guys, please go check out WrestlersOfWarriors.com. It's the best. Um, yeah. Okay. Did you so see I'm, a picture of Sarah Hildebrandt from uh, Pan Am's? Maybe. Had, like, was, on, on Instagram oh, recently. Like. Yeah, did, did you post pictures, it on our story? Like, yeah, it's two pictures and they collide perfectly. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Dude, he just his, – his Instagram, he has 31,000 followers. You know, he's – very influential man and we we really appreciate him so um you know going on down the you know who else we added to our team you know just this november we brought on um, mason beckman um and we had been talking about it for a while we needed someone to help us manage contents and um and help support us because truthfully you know we're busy we're busy people both sam and i are training every single day and uh and it's hard to coordinate and produce um you know, all the time and especially during school. So, um, we, Tony reached out to Mason Beckman. We, we coordinated a call and, you know, we made the executive decision to bring him on to help on the podcast as a, as a senior editor and as a content producer, you know, he helps write articles for us. He, he has done podcasts with us. Um, and you know, to, uh, Mason is an all American from Lehigh. He's an, just an, an, he's a really great wrestler and a really incredible person. Um, you know, some of our very best articles we have, um, you know, on our website are by, are, are by Mason. And, you know, he has a lot of talents. Um, and, you know, he adds to the level of professionalism. And so we really appreciate Mason Beckman and all that he does for us. He, he gives really good takes and he's, he's there to lend a hand. And, uh, you know, Mason, thank you, buddy. Um, and yeah. then... He's Sam, been, he's been great. Um, similar, similar to Tony, like we have a, we have a group chat between um, us four, and whenever we need advice, whenever we need anything about anything, like a question about um, how to publish this article with this font or whatever, right? Or um, <clears throat> even like, what do you think about um, this thing going on in the wrestling world? Yeah, we and, talk about uh, a lot about wrestling. I think Tony Rotundo is really underrated with, like, he's a photographer, and people don't really think about him as having takes about stuff, but it, but he really does. He like, he's, he can, he's there for all of it. He sees it yeah. all, dude. He's a yeah. consumer of the sport just as much as he is a content producer. Absolutely. Um, so hopefully, I mean, we're, I think our plan is to get Tony Rotundo on here at the podcast pretty soon. Um, excuse me. And that'll be fun. Um, and lastly – you know, just just very recently, our buddy Jacob Hughley, who ran a podcast, uh, Tech Fall ran a Tech Fall Fantasy podcast. Um, we have brought him on to help with, you know, pander to the fantasy wrestling community because so we got um, invited to partake in some some fit some fantasy wrestling leagues. Um, we got to do some test runs and things like that um, with with WrestleStat. And it's it's really really fun. Fantasy wrestling is a great time. Um, and Jacob Hughley is, you know, uh, a fantasy wrestling fanatic. So we have brought him on um, to help with fantasy wrestling, and he has become his own. Um, I guess you could call it a subdivision of the podcast, but he's really part of the main group. Um, it's Home at Advantage Fantasy. Um, he writes articles for us weekly, or he did during the season while there was yeah. fantasy wrestling. Um, and he was. You know, he's we brought him on for podcast. He's very knowledgeable. He's an Iowa homer, so you know, uh, you know they can't all be winners. <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be winners. But um, you know, Jacob's a really, really great guy. We really appreciate all that he does for us. And so, please go check out his articles. Um, you know, he really knows his stuff. So he runs our our fantasy side of the things. Um, but. I think the biggest like landmark in our podcast was when we first did interviews. You know, we we reached out to I don't to Sam, tell how about you just take over, tell the story of how you got connected to uh US Olympian Dan Dennis. Okay. So this this was this one was a really, really fun um story kind of. Um I, I mentioned it earlier, like when Tony reached out to us, we we were planning 
um, the day after that we were going going to interview Dan Dennis. So, like, that was such a big week for HMA. I think we had three shows that week, including the interview and Tony Rotunda. So, like, that was a that was a huge week. Um, and then from there, um, okay, so let's 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 talk about the Dan Dennis thing. Um, so obviously, you know, he moved to Tennessee. Um, he's living in Chattanooga, and he's the RTC coach at the South RTC. Uh, Jude, you taking some selfies there? No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I was just reading the text. No, that's hey, right. I'm messing, I'm messing with you. Um, but Dan Dennis is uh, RTC coach at RTC South. And I um, train in Chattanooga area pretty frequently. Um, so I had some coaches there, one of which uh, is Josh Boskin. He, he coaches in Cleveland, Tennessee, home of Kenny Chesney. Um, and he reached out to me and he said, I've got some big news for you and it can be dropped on your podcast. And right then I was really intrigued and I texted him back. I was like, okay, that sounds great. What's, what's the news and, and how can we plan this out? And he said, Dan Dennis is going Greco at the U S open. And, uh, and I was, I was really surprised and I think oh, we, we made it out to be a little bit bigger of a deal because when we got on the podcast, we ended up figuring out it was a little bit of like a like a bet joke kind of thing with him. Like he didn't plan to actually go Greco. But um, I think the funniest thing was that we didn't even break the news is that he broke it on FRL. Like, yeah, that was, that the, was funny. like the day before we were going to record. And I remember Sam just texted me. He's like, well, we had recorded it. No, oh, we had, we had it posted it. it. Yeah, we 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 had it posted for right after FRL. We had it scheduled to post, and right. then because we were we were worried about, um, yeah, know, like timing our publication so that they came out um in the middle of FRL so that people weren't having to listen to like, you know, four hours of wrestling a day instead they could spread it out. Um, and so I think for a while we had like a Wednesday schedule maybe we put for like six or seven weeks at every wednesday um but you know as the school year happened it, it just evolved dissolved and then, uh, and then frl messed it up by going wednesdays ah <laughs> uh, what a shame dude what a shame but no that, dude dan was awesome we got to get him back on because that interview was too short um yeah it was you know, I, def- I, that'd be cool because he he was like our first um experience of of interviewing yeah send a text and and we'll hope maybe hey maybe we can get him for like one year anniversary special dan dennis um and you know i was very nervous going into that interview i never talked to anyone or that's not true i had but like i never like done an interview i didn't know how to do it i i i looked up so much dan dennis stuff like just because I wanted to know all the things. And I think that kind of detracted because I didn't actually learn a whole lot from the interview. I didn't learn a whole lot because a a lot of the questions we asked were very, you know, surface questions. We didn't really dive in. Um, And it was a lot of stuff that he had already made public before and that I had looked up. And, you know, and I I realized, like, yeah, you have to know your your interviewee. You have to know the person in the interview. But But there's uh, a line Part of the fun is – right learning you know, more about learning them. about them exactly and learning who they are and what kind of person they are um and so i didn't really have any questions that i was thinking but i mean we got better with interviews as they went on we um, filled up a pretty solid doc though that time and i remember um our, our hma interview doc that we had was like it was so like perfected and prepared for the for the interview it gave us so little room to have follow-up yeah. questions and really like like you said dive into the interview um we had every question planned out and we had looked at it and spent hours thinking Long about time. the questions and and what order they were going to come in and was this one okay to ask and yeah we had a we had pretty solid uh preparation for that interview and obviously it's kind of gone down a little bit but like jude said we still have to value preparation for him right and um you know it it was just an excellent experience to have 
And especially because we realized like, oh, here's what we did wrong. Here's what we can do better. Let's go get some more interviews. Um, and I think with everyone we get, we get a little more comfortable. It's 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 just the coolest thing to talk to these top level athletes and and pick their brains and things like that. And so yeah. I'm glad that Home Ad Advantage is kind of, as you know they they have they have podcasts about wrestling where they talk wrestling. they have podcasts where they do interviews. You know Home Ad Advantage is the best of both worlds. Um, we have a really I think we have a very nice niche market. Um, you know because we're kids and we. We talk to high-level wrestlers and we give our takes about high-level wrestling. So, you know, that was fun. Yeah, All right. absolutely. The next big landmark, I think, was by far Final X Rutgers, our first ever event that we traveled to. That was the first time me and Sam ever met in person. Yeah, um, <laughs> believe it or not, we had been we had been friends for six months about. Yeah. Done a podcast again and we had never met. Sam, I was... I was not expecting you to be very sh- that short. I was, <laughs> I was, I didn't really know what I was looking for. Of course, I had seen your face and stuff before, but like, yeah, you know, we're walking into the, to the rack, and uh, and I look over, and I was like, oh, Dad, that's Sam Herring, <laughs> and, so and I, I'm taller than your entire family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not tall. <laughs> it was awesome, and we just yeah. had, we just had the time of our lives. It, you had half the time. I had half the time of my life, but, you know, boy, that, you know, I'm going to look back at that, that, that event for years to come. And, you know, I still have my press pass. I wrote about it in my journal. I still think about it a lot of the times. It was just awesome. It was so fun. Jude, you know, it's going to be cool when you and I are wrestling in Final X. Can we talk about that? You want to talk about that? So, um. What do we have to talk about? Okay, let's talk about. So what the I can't remember his name and I'm blanking on it and I apologize. But uh, an article was wrote about us for Win Magazine. Um, oh yeah, Mike. They Finn. Inter- Mike Finn, yes, and he interviewed you and he interviewed your mom and he interviewed my coach David Taylor, um, and they talked about our podcast, you know. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. That um, was to awesome. see it like, like in paper. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Mike, we really appreciate you, man. But you kind of did us dirty with the last closing <laughs> sentence. You said um, something along the lines of, you know, there's a lot of really great high-level wrestlers, uh, youth wrestlers coming up, and it's good to know that Sam and Jude will be there to report on them. Uh, it's all like, right. Come on, that's what we were doing. Right, like, but it's all right. That's the story hey, he was making. Our goals are to be there. Our goals are to be the guys who are getting reported on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's um, all right. It's all right. We don't. So, it's all right. It's just funny. If that's anything, what we're doing right now. That is what we're doing right now. Um, we're not. So, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> that, but that was just that entire experience. The amount of people I met. Yeah, the connections that was we made. awesome. Like I mean, we met Jason Bryant, and he gave us the mics that we're using right now. Right now on this podcast. Um, so, Jason, you know, we really appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much for uh, for giving us these excellent mics that we we're able to, to use. Um, you know, but that Final X Rutgers event was – there was nothing like it. So, it was very, it was very, very fun. That, that was my first – I had been to the – okay. I, have n- I had not been to any college, high school, anything, like, other than my own competition – or I guess I'd watch my brother and stuff go compete, but you know what I'm talking about. Like I haven't been to a um, uh, event for my own entertainment or anything. So wait, I did not wait, okay. that. That was the first ever like event you went as like a consumer. The like, scuffle like, was. Oh, the when, scuffle was. Well, yeah. So I went to the Southern Scuffle 2019, and it was like the best thing ever. When I got to commentate, and everybody was like, "Who is this Sam Herring?" and it was it was incredible, and then I started a podcast, and Final X was my second one, and then who's number one? Like I had I my start to like wrestling fandom has been it literally just went like this way up here, and it had dude. no yeah it had no um slow slope like I know you've been going to Penn State duels since ever you were since little. I was a little kid yeah. right so I like. I haven't had that, so it started in 2019, and so the 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 experience I've had is 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 pretty crazy. And um, I know that for the future, we are looking to go to more events. You know, we want to get a 
to because it's just it's so fun. You know, we want to um, interact with our fans more and, and, and things like that. So I, I was able to go to the Penn State matches this year. I got a press pass for those. Um, obviously, you were going to go to NCAA's and um, and we were going to rendezvous at the at the Olympic team trials. Um, yeah, we were going to have. I also went. I got to go to the Wilkie's Bar, Wilkesbury, um, Zane Yanni round yeah. three. Yeah. Um, I got to go to that. That was fun. Um, we drove two hours for uh, one six-minute match, and then that was it. <laughs> um, but it was it was the energy was just incredible, and it was cool to see the flow guys. Um, you know, Sam, I say we uh, let me ask you this question: What is your your favorite episode? I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal one from you. Uh, one of my one of my favorite was the one where we talked about the love of wrestling on episode four. I think it was. Uh, we got a question about like, I think it was like how to make your kid love wrestling or something. Um, yeah. So, uh, that one was really fun. We got to really brainstorm about that because obviously that's something that. Uh, I might take for granted. Uh, I know Jude said he he kind of had to grow into the love, but like when I first started wrestling, I loved it immediately and haven't looked back. So it, I've kind of taken that for granted. Like you mean some people don't completely love wrestling and right. aren't completely consumed with it? Wait, really? Yeah. And um, and so that is uh like I've taken it for granted when I started to think about it and 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 look into it and um. That was really fun for me. And then also um, it was during the world championships. This one was probably my favorite. Um, our women had just won like three world titles and it was a good day in the world championships. And we were recapping that. And so we were both just so happy. You were very happy. Um, that one was a great one. That was fun. Do you remember that? Um, let's see. My favorite was definitely episode four where we talked about the love of wrestling. You know, I think that was the first time I was really able to, you know, kind of open myself up and, and, and tell who I am to the to our audience. And, you know, and everyone's different. I got to learn about Sam there. Um, Sam got to learn about me. So, you know, that one was will always have a, a special place in my heart. Um, and. I don't know. I liked I liked the one we did with uh, with Jacob and Dyson. That was fun. That was it was fun to have fun. all these different people on the podcast and uh, so I you know, to go to bed so early. I had to go to bed. So hey, it worked out well for you. Late. It did. <laughs> hey, who know? Who would have known? Maybe if I didn't get that sleep, I wouldn't have had the results. Um, yeah, maybe. So, Sam. You and Nickley. I think that's why I lost Big Ten, don't you? Wow, that was a a low blow, dude. That was a low what? blow. You just said that's why he lost Big Tens because he goes to sleep. <laughs> no, no, I said because he didn't get enough sleep. That's what I was trying oh, to say. He, get, he probably he didn't get enough hours. sleep that night. Maybe it was, maybe. Uh, that's what maybe, I'm saying. What if we interviewed him and we asked him that question? We're like, hey, Nick, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, All right, how much sleep that did you get? To Luke Fletcher. Well, how much sleep did you get that night? <laughs> um, oh, can you imagine if we did that? All right, Nick Lee, thanks like, so much for coming on. Hey, uh, how much sleep did you get the night of Big Tens? And he'd be like, uh, uh, uh. Nine hours and 29 minutes. Darn it, that's uh, why you lost. That's why you lost. You're <laughs> um, okay, so my favorite interview, um, I think right now is Bryce Meredith. I, I interviewed Bryce, uh, July-ish, and I had to leave early because I had – RTC practice, um, but oh, that was so awesome! It was he is su- he has such a uh, well-developed perspective, um, you know, on life and on wrestling, and it was just incredible to talk to him, um, especially because I didn't know, and we we hit it off really really well, and I you know I've always been a big fan of Bryce Meredith, so that was really cool. Um, I also um, loved our interview with Cliff Fretwell. Was, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, and Johnny DeJulius was a lot of fun, too. Um, and I, I think we should look to get all three of those guys back on the podcast. Um, JDJ rocking the three-time? Three-timer? Dude, I think we bring them back on for, for a round three. I know the last time we did our – we had really bad connectivity issues. Yeah. But, Is connectivity yeah. a word? 
Connection. I didn't know that. I didn't know any of that. Oh, well. Um, Sam, how about you? What was your your favorite interview of all time? It's too hard. You get to say three. You get to say three. Pick your favorites. Okay. Um, How about this? I'll go, like, most excited or best guest, like, the one I I had worked hard for the most, like, prepared for, and he had the most credentials was Kyle Snyder, obviously. That interview was awesome. I remember listening to it, and I was like, Sam killed it, dude. That one was so fun. Um, And just because, like, how awesome Kyle Snyder is. Got a picture of him back here whooping on Sajaliyev. But I think the one where I learned the most and uh, it was most valuable to myself was Lee Roper. That one almost went two hours, and it was just straight gold the entire time. So, so... I remember when we made a doc, we made a list of all the people we wanted to get on the podcast, and Lee Roper was at the top of the list because you have always. And been I remember, I remember that one. Like, um, he's the assistant coach at UNI, so like he's not like the most famed guy, like like a guy like Kyle Snyder would be. Um, so when when I said Lee Roper, Jude was like, "Who's that?" And I said, "Cause I had been to a camp with him, and." Uh, and that's how I knew because I didn't just whole, know him from from wrestling. The whole rope well thing where they where they yeah. were on flow, that's a little bit too old for for our. <laughs> yeah, era. I know. I wasn't I wasn't really that conscious about wrestling when they were doing it. I might have been seven or eight or something. Yeah. Um. So I never I really got to take part. Five or six. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um, I was like, he's the assistant coach at UNI. Just wait. When I get him on, you'll see how awesome he is. And so I guarantee you guys he's coming back on. We gotta we gotta get Lee Roper back on again. Dude, he was there for. Oh, can I interview Lee Roper? Can yeah, it be me? Of course. Yes, of course. Um, he was there at Journeyman, and I wanted to go say hi because I was. No, you I can't. Was, I couldn't. I couldn't say it because I'm still still a sophomore. That has so been the biggest disappointment. So I, basically, as soon as I am done with um, this year of school. As soon as I graduate my sophomore year, I think I'll be good to interview coaches. Yeah, maybe. I think. We'll, we'll talk about that more, though. Maybe, maybe. I yeah. mean, they're allowed to talk to me. It's not I, – I, at least I can talk to them. I can't do anything yeah. like that. Um, okay. So, you know, we've gone through a lot of stuff. This has been a pretty much like a – just a conversation podcast, not a lot of takes or anything like that. Looking back. Remember but, this. Remember that. Um, so I'm going to give us some statistics on the Home at Advantage Wrestling Podcast. And this is taken from our anchor page. I have not yet calculated our YouTube or anything like that. Sam, if you want to take a look at that while I'm reading this up. So we have had a total of 56 total publications on the podcast. Um, this will this is number 57. We have had, whatever, 20 – this is episode number 29 of the, the podcast – and we have had 28 interviews, so we're about the same. Um, you know, over the course of one year, I think that's probably one a week. I think that that's what it balances out to, right? Yeah. Uh, a couple more, you know, little little over one a week. Um, you know, total listens as of March 17th, which is when I did this, we had listen to this: 33,386 total listens to our podcast. That is awesome. That is so many. You know, especially for 56, we're averaging about five to six to seven hundred, five to seven hundred listens per episode. Um, you know, obviously, I think our interviews get the most because people like listening to high-level athletes better than listening to some dumb kids talk about high-level athletes. <laughs> um, so, you know, our most ever listens on an episode and this is just on the podcast side i have not right. looked at the youtube um but we have 954 on our episode number one which is funny because it is by far the worst episode we have out right now <laughs> um it's just funny to to think that like i i think it's funny that people are like oh new new podcast i'm gonna start listening to it let's start at episode one and then they're like oh this is not good so it definitely drops off um, 
after after episode one. It's a shame because we've gotten a lot better. So um, let's see. We probably have about a thousand total because of uh, of YouTube, and you can listen to it on our website as well. Um, we also have our Yanni's inter- our interview with Yanni Diakmahalis um, had 946 listens. Our interview with Bo Nickel had 935, and our interview with Anthony Casara 922. Um, so those are our top episodes. Our Twitter followers, I think we just hit 900 uh, yesterday. I can pull that up here very quickly. I'm I'm really disappointed in Twitter, guys. We pulled up Instagram much later than we did Twitter, and Instagram pulled out 1,600 followers immediately. Yeah, currently. And Twitter's still way back. Now I think that had, some of that had to do with Flo giving Flo us a shout out on their, on their Instagram in January, but still, Twitter needs to step it up. You guys have had much longer than Instagram. So right now on Instagram we have 1,625 followers. Um, obviously we look to get bigger, especially on Twitter. But I mean, 900 Twitter followers is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, Sam, you have 2,200 or something like that. I only have 500. Hey, guys, actually, I think that's what we should do. We should get me some more Twitter followers. Yeah, she <laughs> needs to get some. I don't tweet enough. That's I'll what admit it. needs to happen. I, I, Mason, I sh- Mason has 3,000, oh. and and Tony has 4,000. So if you can if you can at least get to 1,000, then we'd have 1, 2, 3, and 4. Nice. That's the goal. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. Our websites. Here's some stats about our website. Uh, www. HMAWrestling.com. We have 74 total publications. This will be the 75th when we post it. Um, we have had 14,247 total views on our podcast. Our all-time greatest, um, you know, stats-wise, is Papalizio and the Pack by Mason Beckman. Great which article. It's so good. That article is I awesome. Link, I'm linking that one in this description. Yeah, link in, link in description. Go listen, read that. It is, I promise you, it's worth your while. Um, there's 1,691 reads on that article. Um, I think that does it for our stats, really. I mean, like going how far we come. I remember we yeah. got 77 well, episodes and 77 listens in the first day of our of our first ever podcast, and I was like, oh my gosh, 77 people listen to us. And now we're having hundreds, hundreds of people listen to us, and obviously we want to keep growing, but to all of our listeners, we really, really, really appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, and you Jude, know. you gotta, you gotta remember, like you said earlier, YouTube and our site draws about, an, like total, we probably have an average of one thousand, and our top episodes get around one point five thousand. So if you add, if you add everything in, um, that's about how much we get. Like on YouTube, um, like we've almost got seventy hours of people watching. Whoa. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Um, you know, it's it's cool because, you know, obviously you can listen to us audio format, and I'm sure most of you are. But if you listen to watch us on YouTube, you can actually see the video. Uh, you know, we record via Skype, um, which I think we're going to start moving away from yes. uh, due to, you know, technical issues. I know we don't have the best audio because um, Skype is it's rough. At, it's rough at best. And hopefully we'll be looking to move away from that um, in the coming months. But, you know, you can see that uh, Sam has a very lovely studio set up. You know, I got a bookshelf in the back here because I don't have a studio place um, quite yet. But if you watch the video, you can you can watch us give our takes real time. So maybe we'll do live streaming. Do you want to do live streaming, Sam? I do. I want to get there eventually. That'd be fun. It, it takes a lot of technical skills that I do not have, but I'll I'll, I'll find them. I, I can do it too if you if you don't mind. We can we can both get it out of there. Yes. Um I could go live on our home at advantage Instagram right this very second. And yeah, you could. Up. Let's do it. That'll be fun. You wanna do it right now? Alright. Why not? It's part of the fun. It's our it's our one year, bro, buddy. It's our one year. Um I gotta figure out how to do it. Live. There we go. Alright, now we just wait. Oh, I'm now live. Okay. I'll wait for us to get some people in there, and then we can, you know, continue talking. Careful. I'll set don't, this up don't right Don't count now. on the people. Okay. Because um, people, 
might not come. All right. They will come. So let's see. Our goals for the future while we're while we're waiting for some people to come in our live. You know, obviously it's to go to the NCAA tournament. That would be fantastic. Um, and we would like to, you know, go to some more events in general. That's next, always very next fun. Next year, most likely, obviously, like they could take it back to Minnesota. Um, but if it's in St. Louis again, I'm like, that's really close to my house. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, hey, our buddy Dom Deputy joined on the live. Dom, Dom, <laughs> Dom what's happening? We're recording an episode of the podcast right this very second, and you're on the podcast. So this is pretty fun. Um, let's see. You know, we want to get some more content creators. I think we want to keep growing, have a steady stream of content coming out. Um, that will be very fun to do. Um, and I think I, I wanna I wanna increase our our audience size. I want to find a way to reach out to more people to have more of our takes be shared. Um you know, and I the, the best way to do that is just by keep producing content and yeah and, and things like that. Hey, while we're on that, um, I, I want a real quick plug because you always plug at the beginning. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel because um, that is a really big helper. Like YouTube subscribers is is a pretty big deal, and like we have 1,600 mm-hmm. Instagram followers and 900 Twitter followers. If you could take all of those follows. And put it um, on our YouTube channel. That would be incredible. Mhm. Um. So hey, Sam. Our uh, we I got a question via live. Um. James right. Hule. Hule. Okay. I don't know how to say his name. James. He says, Dang. "What do you guys know about the new Iowa recruit, Drake Ayala?" Yeah, uh, he's a beast. I'm, he is I, a beast. I, yeah. He's you know, from Seabolt Wrestling Academy. Um. Trans with Colin Trever a lot, uh, so mm-hmm. real yeah, he's, stud. He's, he's got, the, his little brother is one of my friends. Um, he's the real deal for sure. Yeah, you know, um, I, I believe he was, you know, he was number one, two, three in the country for the last couple years. Um, he's from Iowa. He, I think he was at my weight last year. He was at 115. Um, I think he's like a Fargo champ and things like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't pay a ton of attention to, to high school wrestling. Yeah, he's very good. Um, one more question. It says guesses for the Hodge Trophy. Spencer Lee. Spencer oh, Lee. That's a, that's a pretty good. Not even Spencer Nick Lee, Lee anymore. Is, no. Is 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 Spencer the only undefeated guy? No. Zahid Bonsu. Gable and Zahid and no Zahid Tucker, Shane Griffith. Shane Griffith. Zahid Zahid's still in there, dude. Yeah, but I don't think he counts because no, he counts because he wrestled the season. Okay, so if everyone else ha- took a loss, then a- we just give it to the Heed. We would have to. I, I mean, so. unless unless you count in like citizenship and heart, because <laughs> kind of. I mean, right. don't want to be mean, but he's kind of punted on that. Hey, hey, by the way, we kind of uh, snubbed out our Facebook friends. Oh. Um, we have. 500 followers and 502 likes. Yeah, hey, go follow our Facebook. You know, it's just another way I to like it. I don't really like. get Facebook because me we neither. Have, don't get it. Like you can follow <laughs> a page and you can like a page. I don't get it. Right. Oh well, it's fine. Um. Yeah. So I think with that, guys, I think that really wraps up this podcast. I think we really hit everything we want to talk about. I think that's a solid. It's an hour. You know. It's it's not gonna be our, our typical podcast. Obviously, we didn't give very many wrestling takes, um, but you know we just had a good. We looked back at this year. We had a good conversation about you know our goals for the future and looking back about you know just this crazy journey that it's been and hopefully the crazy journey that it will continue to be. Um, you know, I really appreciate you, Sam. Like from the bottom of my heart. You're one of my best friends. You know, I I wouldn't do this podcast with anyone else. You know, we're in it for the we're in it for the long haul up until you know it's time to for home at advantage to come to an end. But you know, you mean the most to me, buddy. I I, I really appreciate you. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks thanks so much, and I feel the same way. Um, let's let's keep it going for a while. Yeah, let's keep it going for a while. At, it's, it's at least until you get run. to college. 
at least until once we get to once I get to college here in a couple of years, then we'll we'll be able to look back and um and we'll we'll decide whether it's time to to pass the torch or to to do whatever. Um, but that's a conversation for another time. Um, let's see, Sam, is there anything else you would like to say? Any other thoughts you would like to leave us with? I got nothing, Jude. Thanks so much. Thanks so much to Tony Rotundo. And uh, we gave a lot of plugs, so go follow everything that you can. I just, you know, quick shout out to our parents. You know, my, my dad, oh, yeah. Brandon, my mom, Corrine. I don't call them by their first name. I'm just name dropping them. <laughs> um, Sam's parents are incredible. I love them. Um, shout out to my best buddy, Aaron Little. You know, shout out to my coach, David Taylor, for believing in me. You know, it's just fun stuff, dude. It's fun stuff. Yep. Um, all right, well, I think with that, we can, I think we can end it. All right, we'll catch you all next time. Stay tuned to some of our interviews coming up here soon. All right. See you I'm later, out. Sam.